0: All right, welcome back, everybody, to Central Podcasting Unit, Episode 3. We are your hosts, Uru
1: and Jason.
0: And we have a few follow-up points to talk about to get started. So there was something regarding the jailbreak that we were talking about last week. So I think you you were the one who put this uh, headline in the notes, so you can talk about uh, this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Apple released iOS uh, 13.5.1, which uh, officially patched that um, exploit that was used for the Uncover jailbreak. Um, So, Rest in peace, Uncover. It normally happens, yeah. Um, uh, It normally happens pretty quick. Yeah. So the
0: day after we talked about the jailbreak, I decided to try it on my iPhone 7, which was on, I think, iOS 13.4. And I've been using it ever since that, that point because I really like the UI tweaks that I got. There was one that you told me about called April, which makes the lock screen time display bolder and moves it over to the left corner of the display instead of the center. And I like how that looks. And I also got one that puts the new um, lock screen shortcuts that are on the like iPhone X and n- newer um, on the old iPhones. So like the flashlight and camera buttons are now accessible for me yeah, yeah and a couple others that i got one of them hides the labels of home screen icons after a few moments of uh inactivity. so i don't have to look at the names of apps that i know what they're called already so that's good
1: ah uh, yeah yeah i had one like that i, ju- I just used um snowboard the yeah uh, default uh theming engine to do that um
0: so is your phone still jailbroken
1: uh no i i kept it for longer than i was expecting um i kept it for probably four or five days um, which was a lot longer than i was expecting normally i keep it for like a day and then i revert and then i go back like the day after
0: <laughs> so did you um just not like the tweaks that much or did you just prefer the regular os
1: i don't know i just i just Normally I just kind of go back and forth. Like I like the tweaks, but um, then I go back to like stock iOS because it's like that works and it's you know I don't have any issues with it um, most of the time. And then I'll find something like oh that was really useful in the jailbreak, so I go back and I install that. Um, yeah, my, my main I don't issue know why the... I do, but I do it. Yeah. yeah,
0: my main issue with the jailbreak so far is that. Um, I, my springboard crashes a few times a day, so I have to constantly respring it, and uh, it gets a little bit annoying, but it's, it's, respringing does not take that long, so I've put up with it. It's worth, in in my opinion, it's worth the niceties of having UI tweaks.
1: Yeah, I think the, I think things like that, like the, just the subtle uh, instabilities kind of ruin it for me. Yeah, like, um, you know, sp- springboard crashing quite frequently is a little bit annoying for me. So I yeah. think that's normally why I go back.
0: Yeah, and we all know stock iOS never has any problems.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, it definitely is more stable than jailbroken iOS. Um, yeah. So yeah, oh, an update on my audio. The past couple of episodes have had various audio problems. Like first I was using AirPods, which didn't pick up my voice very well and then we discovered that the air purifier in the room where i'm recording uh makes too much noise so now i have turned off the ceiling fan and the air purifier so yeah (laughs) and oh yeah you ordered a new mic so how's that
1: uh yeah um i i'm pretty happy with it it is a video mic um it's not you know it's not really meant for podcasting um but since it's it's definitely an upgrade over the, um, the inline yeah. uh, ear, uh, ear pods. Um, yeah. Although, <laughs> cause I don't have an audio interface. My setup for recording and monitoring my voice is a little bit odd. So I have the mic going in through the regular headphone port on the Mac itself. Um, it just uses a, uh, TRRS, um, so similar to it's literally the same as the um uh, the earpods um, it's got that fourth um that fourth uh, ring um, that's used for the mic oh yeah um, but then to monitor <laughs> I have a second display um, that has audio out and stuff so i am I have the display to my left um, as the output for the audio, going out through speakers so I can actually control the volume, and then to headphones, Um, so. (laughs) That's complicated. Yeah, Yeah, and like the cables are not quite long enough, so the second display is like kind of slightly, maybe three or four inches um, behind my iMac right now, because the cable is not quite long enough. (laughs)
0: Nice. I literally yeah. just have my ear connected and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I went a little bit overboard.
0: <laughs> so Google plus is back.
1: What? What? Kind of. What? Not really. Um, it is under a new name. Uh, it's called current. Um, uh, okay. it's really only for, um, Google suite users. So like businesses and things like that. Um, it's not really the same as you know Google Plus was, where you like post things. Um, it's kind of more closely related to like a like a uh, message board or Slack. Like you just kind of throw things there, and then you know people see it or whatever. Uh, hmm. But it, it's pretty much just for just for companies, so.
0: Yeah. If there's there's one thing we need, it's another Slack alternative.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, which is um another point that we'll get to. Actually I guess that makes more sense to go now. Um so Slack is getting even larger. Amazon partnered with Slack. Um so Slack now has about eight hundred and forty thousand new members to um to their platform because of amazon yeah amazon uh, slack is, is um yeah 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 slack uh slack has pretty much only one major competitor and that's um the Microsoft microsoft teams yeah um,
0: so yeah um so Dropbox has a new password manager I still have just been using iCloud keychain. But I do have Dropbox, so whenever that goes beyond, goes outside of its private beta, I might try that.
1: Yeah. The weird thing is, it is listed on both the Google Play Store and the App Store. So you can download it. It would just be completely useless because you have to be invited to to use it. So <laughs> it's a little odd. Yeah.
0: So you use 1Password, right?
1: Uh yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: I've seen a lot of advertisements for not one password, but I think LastPass is what I see all the advertisements for.
1: But Yeah, um, I've seen I've seen a lot of pa- uh advertisements for uh, LastPass and uh Dashlane. Oh yeah, Dashlane kind of too. like the the two big ones that um tend to advertise a lot. Yeah. Although I do like um I do like uh OnePassword's UI, which is a little odd cuz a lot of people think it's like it kind of feels like a database um just kind of like the way you edit and everything is they're just kind of like just lines of text Mm -hmm.
0: um,
1: but i like it it's simple it kind of works on everything Um, they have apps for not only just like the main four mac os windows um, android and ios Uh, they've got like uh, command line tools which is interesting and kind of neat i wouldn't use it uh, I don't really use Linux that often, um, but it's there if you need it, yeah. um, in addition to apps for, like, Chrome OS and uh, stuff like that. So, cool. That, that's kind of why I like it. It's just kind of available everywhere.
0: Yeah, I haven't really found that I need anything more than iCloud Keychain, just because, like, it's it's so simple to just use Touch ID, and, uh, like, I know that the the alternatives also have similar... Features. It's just that I don't like manage a lot of different online accounts, so I think I'll stick with iCloud. I have too many.
1: (laughs) I have too many.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I recently purged my email inbox. I didn't like. I mean, I've kept everything marked as read for a while. I haven't had like ten thousand unread emails, but I have been um, like unsubscribing from old email lists that are just stupid.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. I tend to be one of those um inbox zero kind of people. Yeah. I I try to get to every I filter everything out that I don't need and then just leave in, you know, what I either need to like reply to or do something with. Um Typically things don't stay in my inbox. I typically going you know, to throw things in a in a folder somewhere. Mm. Um but That's smart. Yeah. I do not use my email inbox as a task manager. I <laughs> that when people do that, that bugs me. I mean, if it works for people, yeah, whatever, you know, you do you, but I don't know that, that definitely doesn't work for me. I have to put it in an app, uh, where like all the other tasks are going.
0: I don't really have one task manager. I kind of have stuff thrown around in a variety of places, (laughs) which probably (laughs) triggers some level of OCD in your mind. But it's a, uh, Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have like some stuff written down in bear, other stuff. I'll just like read messages to see what I'm supposed to be doing. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't yeah. have, I tend I'm to use a very organized person.
1: Yeah. I tend to use just two different apps for pretty much for organizing pretty much all of my life. I use things for, um, to do's and other tasks and things. Um, and then I use Notion for anything that's not a to-do. So, Notes and pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. Everything goes in Notion, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I've, I I still really like the way Notion looks. I haven't had, like, an excuse to use it because I haven't been doing a whole lot of productivity stuff lately, but um, yeah. I will definitely use it for whatever next, a new project comes up that I can use it for. Yeah,
1: yeah. I... <laughs> my uh second monitor is pretty much exclusively a notion screen (laughs) okay so up next is the um is a walmart leak oh yeah (laughs) so walmart accidentally leaked um some new sony headphones um so a couple i think i think it was the first episode um we talked about the Sony WH-1000XM4s <laughs> um, and some of their rumored features um, like multi-de- multi-device support. Um, and via this Walmart leak, um, which is has been taken down now, unfortunately, um, it was just like a product page, um, like pretty much everything else. Um, it showed a lot of the features of the new sony headphones um which uh the two most noteworthy features well actually three yeah three um multi-device support up to two devices which is i think will be pretty useful for me if i end up getting these headphones um i i probably plan on getting these i need some noise canceling headphones sometime but yeah Yeah, I'll probably end up going with these. So multi-device support, as we talked about in the first episode, um, just allows you to connect to two devices, and then it just kind of allows you to hear, like, your phone ringing, even if you're using your computer, which is kind of neat. It also has a new um, audio engine um, for compressed audio. So if you listen to a lot of, you know, low-quality, you know, Apple music streaming um it won't sound terrible
0: <laughs> that's good,
1: um, so it's supposed to be able to kind of upscale and do all all sorts of stuff
0: so what do you think of the price? Is that reasonable in your opinion?
1: I think so i think the I think the previous ones were um listed about that price you know, three forty eight three forty nine something uh, I'll look up the old ones right now just to double check. But I think I think that's what they were listed at.
0: I didn't really expect that Walmart would be the one to leak an important tech release.
1: But yeah, um, although we have seen that from Target, I believe oh, yeah, we saw yeah. like some Apple TV leaks from from Target a couple years ago. I'm curious
0: to see, speaking of Apple TV, what the new rumored redesign of the remote looks like because i have not had a problem with the siri remote remote personally like i have heard people bad mouthing it a lot and some people that i
1: know hate it a
0: lot but i yeah got i'm, used to it I'm kind
1: of in i'm kind of in the strongly dislike category
0: <laughs> so do you think it'll have like instead of the trackpad type thing physical moving like arrow key buttons or um uh
1: i'm i'm get? hoping I think, I think the, you know, like the parallax stuff, it's neat, but I think from a usability standpoint, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's the, the best way to navigate the screen. Yeah. I'm curious Especially to trying to, with. yeah, especially trying to do like, um, uh, just like kind of skipping forward or skipping back, um, in, you know, in playback. Yeah. Um, oh, so back think. back to the um the XM3s, the precursor to the um XM4s. Um they are 348. So if the price hasn't changed, although from B&H where I'm looking right now, they are on sale for $278. Mm. So $70 off, which is pretty cool.
0: When I saw 348 in the notes, I thought that was a typo cuz I thought you meant 349, but it's actually 348, which is weird.
1: Yeah. Sony has a kind of a, a weird thing with um, pricing things. They all, they tend to go not like, you know, something nine, it's always something eight, which is weird. And then no cents. So like Apple is always like, I don't know, like $99 and zero cents. Yeah. But Sony is like $98 and zero cents. <laughs> so I guess, you know, just trying to make it seem cheaper than it is. <laughs> right.
0: It's psychologically appealing, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I'll, pro- I'll probably end up getting the XM4s because I'm, I'm typically on, you know, my computer with my phone nearby. Yeah. Being able to, you know, use them both at the same time would be neat. Yeah. Because I listen to podcasts on my phone uh, while I'm at my computer because mm. I just haven't, you know, gotten the subscription to uh, Pocket Casts yet. Probably eventually I will because there's a Mac app. So that'll, that would make things easier. Yeah, It's only like a dollar a month. So I might end up doing that.
0: <laughs> cool. So what's, the, oh, okay, so Apple has a GitHub project for, it contains resources for developing password managers. So kind of funny yeah. that they're offering up an easy way to compete with their own iCloud keychain system. But I guess that is what yeah. they do with a lot of APIs.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah so th- yeah so pretty much they just kind of developed this to kind of help developers of other password managers kind of you know follow some like best practices and things for making their their uh, their app secure um and avoiding you know um you know, certain certain uh issues uh with developing a password manager and stuff um, and just yeah just kind of just some resources for use in developing.
0: Mm -hmm. so um iphone 13 leaks slash concepts there was one that was an idea for a sliding display where you slide out the top display and there's a secondary screen underneath it i'm gonna come out and say i don't think this is ever gonna happen (laughs) that just i doubt it will very difficult
1: Although I do think, you know, like folding phones and sliding phones and things, I think they're, they are pretty neat. Um, you know, like the galaxy fold, Yeah, it's a neat, neat phone, even though I don't think it's getting any software updates anytime soon. (laughs) I think think folding
0: phones (laughs) are just impractical. Like I don't see the benefit of having a folding phone as opposed to like, uh, tablet because i get that it it folds into a pocketable size but i think the aspect ratio is compromised on folding folding phones because like for example if you take an iphone screen and put it next to another equally sized iphone screen the two put together are almost exactly square so um yeah i I would not want a square tablet or anything close so i think that you'd have to do like a Threefold instead of a twofold to make it reasonable.
1: Yeah, although I think um, actually I think the uh, Z Flip, the it's kind of a you know more standard folding phone. You know, it goes vertically instead of horizontally, so oh, it just right. kind of folds up into half the size instead of you know like a tablet that folds into a really skinny phone. It's it's a phone that folds into like a wallet. Right, that's good. Um, yeah, which I th- I think that's kind of the you know the better way to go at least right now unless they can, you know, kind of fix the aspect ratio of the you know the uh, Galaxy Fold style folding phones. Yeah, uh, I, th- yeah I, th- I think yeah I think the the Z Flip is kind of the way to go right now. In my opinion... Even though it is (laughs) $1,300. Right,
0: right. (laughs) I think folding phones are kind of trying to solve a problem that won't be a problem for much longer. Because when we have AR headsets, which I think will be... I think they'll be around within five years and good within 10. Like, we're not going to have a problem of how to fit more display space into a smaller uh, form factor. Because you can just project a display onto a wall in front of you. So like yeah. a, a phone display that can fold will be useless because you, you can just project content l- literally everywhere on your field of vision, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I do think that they're cool just as like a technical experiment.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about a no-port no, for, no, a no port iPhone?
0: I think that... Because
1: that's the leak for the... Not the iPhone 12, but the iPhone 13.
0: I mean, I think it's inevitable, probably... Next year, or uh, well, I, w- I would say not next year, but I think within five years, the iPhone is going to be portless because the um, like you have written in the notes here, the Smart Connector um, is available for data transfer, not power transfer, but um, you you could still um, fill any gaps in accessory support with the Smart Connector. But I I do yeah. think that um, yeah. wireless charging is going to come close to feasible for, uh, like, your primary charger pretty soon. And, like, I think it's just the logical next step that would help with water resistance. And uh, I just think it's kind of the idealistic version of the iPhone. So even even though, like, I'm not well-versed in the technical aspects of how soon it'll be possible, I just think that's what Johnny Ive wants. Just um, it's more of a singular slab of glass. So. Yeah. i'm expecting yeah. it to happen pretty soon i i would not mind if as long as it's capable of fast wireless charging i wouldn't uh be annoyed about that so, yeah. but i don't think yeah. it's going to happen yeah. next year i think just like three to five years from now
1: yeah yeah what do you think i like i like the idea i like the idea i think it i, th- I think it'll be pretty cool um i i like even like my iphone 11 i My primary charger is a wireless charger. It works fine. It's not fast, uh, but it works um, mostly at my desk. So that's actually probably not that good for the battery because I tend to just leave the phone on the wireless charger. Yeah, Um. I've I've been deliberate
0: about letting my MacBook battery run down all the way before I charge it, but I never did that with my phone, which is probably one of the reasons why the battery health is so bad.
1: Yeah, uh, I I need to do that. <laughs> I'm actually going to take okay. It's off the charger now. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like the 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 lightning port. I um I really pretty much never use it. I use it for podcasts um cuz I've got external speakers that aren't bluetooth um but if I if I end up, you know, paying for Uh, pocket casts on the mac um i wouldn't need the 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 lightning to headphone anymore um other than that like i really don't use it i don't charge like ever when i'm out of the house well i haven't done that recently because i can't even yeah there's nothing to do outside Right. (laughs) right right now um everything's closed but um yeah look i there's definitely going to be people that are really not going to like it. Like, yeah. you know, the people that really didn't like the lightning connector or the people that really don't like the USB-C on, you know, Mac. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And speaking of USB-C, yeah. I don't think the iPhone is ever going to get USB-C. I think it's... No. I think yeah, that it would indeed. only be a stopgap for like a three-year period and then that would just be another annoying transition that would come right, yeah, right before yeah. the annoying transition away from ports altogether. So yeah. I think it's going to be lightning until it's nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. What about the the rumors of the, um, the new iPad Air with the USB-C?
0: I think... Uh, uh, hmm, I don't know. It's tough to think. Hmm. I'm going to say no. I think that they're just going to keep it um, cheap. I think that the, that kind of... Uh, I think the iPad Air is targeting a sector of the market that is primarily people who just want something that's like their iPhone but bigger, not necessarily a major productivity device. So I think that those people are going to be happier when they can charge their iPad and their iPhone with the same port. So yeah. um I don't know, but it would it would make sense just to open up open it up to more accessories. I'm going to say no though. Yeah. What do you think of that, man? Yeah.
1: Um I I actually think that it's definitely possible. Um I could see Apple moving, you know, pretty much everything they can except for like the iPhone and maybe the AirPods um to USB-C um and just use that standard connector for pretty much everything and then just move AirPods and um iPhone to portless. Oh, yeah, the, just, the AirPods you know, have are going to be portless pretty soon. Yeah, and they just have them all wirelessly charge. Um, that's that's more feasible to, at least in my opinion, um, I I would see that like maybe the iPad and the iPad Mini stay Lightning for a little while, but I think the iPad Air as um, you know a slightly more powerful iPad, uh, not quite Pro level but um, you know definitely above the uh, the the iPad and the iPad Mini in terms of power i could see the C being very useful for quite a lot of people who don't need you know uh you know like an 800 hundred dollar ipad to you know to use they just need like an ipad air but they need to like connect i don't know something to it like a display or something yeah do you just remember do, like, that presentations one presentations or something
0: yeah do you remember that one rumor that was going around a lot last year right before the announcement of the iphone 11 series that the the iphone 11 pro would have a wireless charger on its backside so that you could charge airpods from the back of the phone
1: i do remember that yeah
0: and then it was pretty heavily rumored and then it just never happened so I yeah think that's gonna i think that whenever that um, feature comes to the iphone that's going to be when the airpods go portless
1: yeah yeah that that would make the most sense um, you know, like Sam, Samsung does that. Yeah. They've got you know their phones reverse wireless charge, and then they've got their their headphones, their wireless headphones. Um, would I don't I think they have USB C on them to charge they normally, but yeah. but yeah, yeah. But I, I I would think it would be more convenient to just kind of slap your headphones on your phone yeah. and then just charge.
0: I'm thinking that it would just be. Like there would be a magnet in the Apple logo that can snap the AirPods onto the back of it. So
1: Yeah it would yeah. hold in place. Ooh, ooh. Something else. That reminded me of something. Um are you aware of I don't remember the name of it. It's a Samsung tablet. It's for like like a hundred bucks or something. It's like their iPad competitor or something. I've not. What's it called? I'm the name has escaped me. I believe it's the I believe it's the the Tab 6 or something. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. Um but that comes with uh it's it's just a budget um Android tablet. I don't think Android tablets are that great. Android's more of a um, more of a m- mobile, you know, phone yeah. operating system. But they do have a they do have a $199 tablet. But you can get a keyboard for it, you know, kind of like the um Uh, actually kind of similar to this surface. It attaches on the bottom and then there's something like a kickstand on the back. But the way you attach the kickstand, there's adhesive on the kickstand that you attach the, you know, the kickstand to the, the tablet. Oh my. That's. So once you put it on, it's on there. Like you can probably take it off, but it's not going back on there that is quite offensive to me yeah and and they they also have like a um you know the like a stylus that comes with it that attaches with magnets on the back it's not centered on the back but it's on the back it just kind of sits there huh. and there's like you'll you'll have to look at it I'll i'll put it in the show notes for you guys to look at it um but there's a bump in that the 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 kickstand that you put in the on the on the I believe it's the Tab 6. I'm just going to call it the Tab 6 even though I don't know if that's correct or not. There's a bump for the pencil. Even if the pencil's not there, there's a bump in that the back that you stick on it. This is the weirdest design choices. Yikes. Samsung does have the weirdest design choices for for their phones uh, for not their phones. They're just their devices in general i've got some I weird think designs most
0: android tablets are just like not worth buying i think no, the okay. the ipad yeah. get is, an
1: ipad or a surface right. or something don't don't get a don't get a android tablet yeah.
0: the ipad is completely without competition in like the real tablets category but as far as like computer tablets it's closely matched by the surface in my opinion
1: yeah yeah um there's actually um there's a uh, a new uh, Relay FM uh, podcast. Uh, the it's called uh, the Test Drivers. They did a um, they did an episode on it. Uh, I'll link that that uh, in the show notes because I think it covers the the. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna continue calling it the Tab Six, even though I don't <laughs> know if that's correct. Uh, it you know covers all of its weird weird features. Um, you know, there's like weird issues with decks. They're like kind of sort of desktop ui for the tablet um there's like all sorts of weird issues with that anyway i'll link that episode in the show notes in case you want to get that one that one to listen Um, cool i think i thought it was really interesting
0: Uh, so i found it in the relay.fm show notes and it's called the tab s6
1: tab s6 i was close
0: (laughs) it looks like the design is just a rip off of the ipad pro
1: yeah yeah like the uh xiaomi or huawei or whatever i don't i don't remember what one it is um it's one of the one of the um oh yeah i remember pretty that. much it's the, m- pretty much exclusively uh mainland chinese um right but it, it's like a it, there's like they they just literally just they just stole the ipad pro yeah um form factor and everything and stuck a whole bunch of camera in it <laughs> <laughs> yikes what are okay, well, we think on whole
0: punch hole punch cameras sorry, just rabbit trail there
1: oh that's fine um I think if they're done right they're they're they look okay like i think when it's um i i like the uh Samsung what was that the s ten yeah the s ten right had them like in the corner, and I thought that was really weird because it like kind of pushed some of the u i to the side yeah um i think it makes the most sense in the center because there's not really any ui elements in the center on android i I think that makes the most sense for like the hole punch or the teardrop to go right in the center Mm -hmm. you know like on the uh the note nine i believe had it in the center um you know some of the others um i think i think it's best in the center because like you can always tell when a screenshot was taken on a um, an s10 because all the um, like the battery in- indicators and things are all shoved over weirdly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but i think if it's done right it it's fine but you know it's like the notch it kind of disappears after a little while
0: yeah i don't really have a preference for a notch or a hole punch as long as it's in the middle um yeah because yeah. you're, you're right you do kind of get used to it so, last thing on the notes is some issues with macOS, and are these things that you're having, like issues that you're having yourself, or that you've read about?
1: Uh, one of this this first one I've had issues with. Um, and then there's some others that like you know people have written about. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess that's an issue. I've never really paid attention, but yeah, I've I've seen that before. Um, so with the re- the next release of macOS, um. You know, Catalina was kind of a disaster. Like, <laughs> most people you ask will recommend not upgrading to it. And I am I upgraded to it. It's, I mean, it's buggy and stuff. Um, you know, like the Catalyst apps are kind of not great still. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're on, you know, whatever it was last, Mojave, I think Mojave was last. I yeah. wouldn't recommend upgrading to Catalina unless you desperately need it. I can't think of any reason why anybody would need it. Like, there are no features
0: that I can think of that make it stand out. The new wallpaper is nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. You were on Mojave for a while. You never went to Catalina on uh, your MacBook Air, right?
0: Right. I only am now on Catalina because of the new laptop. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, some of the issues, you know, that was, uh, either I've, I've seen or, you know, heard about or I've actually experienced, um, you know, like your your weird um, sticky keys issue. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've noticed this. I, I just kind of, you know, ignored it because I've gotten used to it. Um, the, the save dialog is slow. Have you ever noticed that? You know, if you go to save, it, like, any document, the yeah, save yeah, dialog takes a, a second times. to open. Same thing with the open dialog yeah it's like it's not you know it's not a really a really big issue but it is a little odd that it takes a second or two to open you know
0: i think the worst part of the catalyst news app which i'm using right now is that to refresh you have to like do the same refresh gesture that you would on the iphone and like scroll all the way like past the top of the display but you yeah it's it's hard to do that like with the trackpad yeah yeah it takes like, it takes me yeah. multiple tries sometimes
1: yeah i think the yeah the user experience for catalyst apps are not amazing yet i i i think they they'll definitely get better over time you know like I've yeah. seen some you know really well done catalyst apps that are pretty decent uh, but I think at the moment, I don't think anything beats an app kit app or you know swift ui app that's native to mac os
0: right the way is, news is, is displaying UI... images is yeah. disgusting yeah. <laughs> they're just massive
1: yeah. yeah yeah there's some yeah usability things that are not amazing they work but they're not amazing yeah so i'm i'm really hoping that uh, when the uh, messages goes to catalyst I, I really hope they do it well yeah. cuz i use it all the I use messages on the Mac all the time, so for it to be kind of mediocre would be kind of annoying <laughs> just a little um, another issue yeah, isu- yeah. Uh, another issue that you know i've personally experienced um so i use i use time machine like most everybody should I highly recommend it use time machine or some for- so some form of backup um I encrypt my time machine backups because you know why not? It's just a checkbox. You know, it's more secure and whatnot. Um, But every time I reboot, I get the little dialogue saying, asking for the password to decrypt the drive. Okay, whatever. Only problem is I've checked the box that says, remember the password in my keychain. So I type in the password because, you know, why not? And then I get an error message saying that the drive is already unlocked and mounted. weird so I don't know why it's showing that the dialogue but it is and it's kind of annoying Uh, luckily I don't reboot um, that often I'm typically like weeks on end without a reboot Um, typically I only ever typically I only ever reboot um, after like an update or something Mm -hmm. same so yeah so I'm actually um, I mean this I don't think this is going to happen because of the way iOS is doing their, you know, releases. I'm hoping macOS would switch to a non-annual release Hmm, just so they can, you know, put in features and then spend a long time on just, you know, destroying bugs and things just so it's not, so we don't get like, you know, uh, uh, macOS Catalina or um, uh, Yosemite, I think is similar. Just a lot of bugs out of the door.
0: Yeah, like Catalina right now is still worse than it should have been at release with all the bugs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would not mind if they took their time.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm really hoping for a... Uh, what was it? Was it Snow Leopard? No, because there... Yeah, Snow, there Snow Leopard. There was a Leopard and then there was oh, Snow Ma- Leopard. Oh, and,
0: uh, yeah. And or is it Mountain Lion? Yeah. Yeah, I want a Snow anyway, Leopard. Release.
1: One of those, like... all, Yeah, one of those you know just an update all it is is just like bug fixes and stability improvements like that would make me happy like just just making the you know making it you know the the whole user experience just you know a lot better i don't i don't think it's you know that amazing right now so
0: yeah i agree
1: i'm hoping for like an ios 12 kind of Kind of an update, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah, kind iOS of. iOS twelve was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of hoping that for iOS too. Just kind of like, you know, iOS i, I was th- uh, iOS thirteen was rough in the beginning, uh, so I'm real, I'm really hoping for, you know, just kind of, you know, bug fixes. Uh, although I don't think they really need it for iOS thirteen. I think they they were able to kind of catch up with all all the issues and stuff and p- fix pretty much all of them, which was which was really good. Um, wait, my mind just blanked.
0: <laughs> wow, I can't believe I just oh yeah, okay, I, I want iPad OS to have an update that's almost ex- exclusively devoted to making the multitasking system better because that's just something that gets a
1: lot of complaints.
0: Even though I personally understand and can use it, I still think that it needs work.
1: Yeah, yeah, i I actually haven't used iPad OS like at all. I, I I have a original iPad, and that's the only iPad I have. Oh wow!
0: Yeah, I have I've used like an iPad, an iPad Mini too. Ah, but I've I've used like other people's iPad Pros briefly, or the iPad Pros in the stores. So
1: yeah, yeah, I have I have two. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'll get an iPad. Uh, you know, my phone works fine for you know just reading and you know browsing the web. I don't need very much. Um, and then, you know, I'm at my computer pretty much all of the day, just, you know, so I would, I wouldn't see myself switching to iPad OS you know, exclusively, you no know, like a lot of people have, which is really neat that you can't, but I, for, you know, for what I do, I, you know, iPad, OS would really be constraining me. Yeah. So, I think, I think it's a fine system and I, like I, I might use it as like a secondary, secondary device, you know, or well, actually probably more tertiary device. Cause I'd probably use, you know, the, the Mac the most followed pretty closely by the iPhone and then, you know, iPad pretty far behind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The iPhone is a pretty big productivity device these days.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So it looks like that's all we have in the notes. Is there anything else that you can think of that you wanted to add in before we wrap up?
1: I I don't think so. Um, this episode this episode went on longer than I I was expecting. Yeah, you know? I, they always our our list of our list of um, you know topics was pretty short. So, yeah, I always underestimate know, getting, how long you
0: know, we can ramble about stuff.
1: Yeah, which I I guess that's good because you know i'd rather you know i actually don't have the time in front of me i have you know we've been going on for 44 minutes. One thousand three hundred and twenty-seven bars according to GarageBand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my recording is saying but. 44 minutes and almost 20 seconds so ah, um nice yeah that's a this seems like a good place to stop because we can't really think of anything else so um Instead of continuing to ramble about what we can try to think of. um, Thank you everybody for joining us for this episode of Central Podcasting Unit. You can find me on Twitter at Uluru
1: And you can find me on Twitter at ThatHumanJason. uh, Uh, The episode notes will, uh, thanks to Anchor's weird URL scheme, URL scheme, The show notes will either be in your podcast app of, you know, of choice or in a Twitter post (laughs) with the link to it (laughs) because you can't really predict um, anchor URLs. So.
0: Um, So, yeah, thanks for getting getting that whole thing figured out. That was quite the hassle. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So um, thanks, everybody, for joining us and talk to you next week. See ya. See ya.